welcome to episode 127 of the Running on Ohm podcast. This is your host, Julia Hanlon, and I'm excited to have Emma Huvos, Greg Faxon, and Izzy Darby on the podcast. You may already be thinking, what? Julia has never had three people on the Running on Ohm podcast at the same time. I know, I know, I haven't, but today's episode is pretty special and a little different. I'm co-leading a retreat called Revolution Why. It's really more than a retreat, though. It's an immersion for millennials who want to question their relationship with their work, health, food, and other people. Revolution Y will include workshops on yoga, meditation, plant-based cooking, deliberate living with speakers, opportunities for hands-on learning, community building, and skill sharing. Most of all, though, it means leaving more connected to yourself and others, revitalized and ready to spread the revolution. Today's episode features my co-leaders and co-founders, Emma, Greg, and Izzy, who will share with all of you about their stories, what they are uniquely excited about bringing to Revolution Y, and why right now is the time for millennials to come together to change our world. I shared a post on the Running On Own blog last week, giving my why behind Revolution Y, where I explained to all of you what I'm really excited about to share during the immersion, including daily yoga classes that I'll teach, guided runs, and lots more. You can find that post on runningonohm.com and I'll link to it in the show notes. But today though is for Emma, Greg, and Izzy to share their whys. Even if you don't consider yourself a millennial, I still encourage you to listen to today's episode since Emma, Greg, and Izzy bring up some really important questions for everyone to reflect on regardless of age in order to live your best life. Maybe you share this episode with a millennial or a friend who you think would be a great match for Revolution Y. And if you're interested in joining the Revolution Y immersion after tuning in, head to revolutiony.com and sign up to be on our email list to learn about when registration opens. Let's jump in today's episode with my friends, co-founders, and co-leaders, Emma Huvos, Greg Faxon, and Izzy Darby. Why Revolution Why? Because when we connect with our why and share it with others, we're able to have an impact on a far larger scale than we'd ever imagined. Emma Hubos, I'm so excited to get to talk to you about Revolution Why. What are you passionate about right now in your life? Right now, I've been thinking a lot about the idea of connection. I've sort of gotten a sense that a lot of people are suffering from a lack of connection, whether to themselves, to others, to their environment. And this really has sort of serious ramifications in all aspects of life. And I've been seeing that in my work as an educator. I've been seeing that in my experience with permaculture. And so I've been thinking a lot about how we can foster stronger connections in those three areas, the personal sort of inner connection, um, connection to community and connection to your natural environment, and thinking more about a sustainable life and what that looks like. I'm really excited because when I see this connection kind of coming together in those three areas, there's a lot of space for creative cross-pollination and sort of giving each other ideas. And so that's sort of what I'm excited about right now. Um, I'm working as a teacher currently, and so that definitely factors into it, my passion for education. And then also in the last just about a year, I've sort of started to explore permaculture which a lot of people have never heard of. And then the people who have heard of it tend to think of it as primarily sort of an agricultural system. But in reality, it's more of just an ethical design framework that you can really apply to all areas of life. There's financial permaculture and social permaculture. And it's just a set of ethics and principles that can guide how you think about your life and how you structure the different elements of your environment. 
so I've been thinking a lot about kind of overlaying permaculture ethics and principles with education with this idea of these three types of connection so that's where I'm coming from right now that's the thing I'm really passionate about and was there a moment when these three aspects of connection really fused for you was there a turning point in your life you could take us to I can't think of one particular moment it was more this gradual realization in my own life that I was making all these choices that felt like the right choice I was doing my things doing everything everyone had told me to do and I wasn't really happy and so that sort of started this process of reflection and introspection and trying to figure out what is missing when on paper everything looks so great why am I still feeling like something is not right and that's sort of how I gradually came to see Part of it was just I wasn't in touch with what I truly felt and wanted and the way I wanted to live my life. I was making choices that I guess even if it was subconsciously, I was making to please other people or to follow another path. And so that's where I sort of started thinking more about the connection to myself and how to get more in tune with myself, whether through yoga and meditation or through just being more deliberate and reflective in my choices. And then I also, as I came to realize, you know, I wasn't totally happy with the place I was that was an isolating feeling. You know, it's hard to be in your early 20s, just starting out out of college, and to just feel totally alone some of the time. And like, I wasn't connecting with people who really understood where I was. And that got me thinking more about the importance of connection to others. Um, When I got my permaculture design certification, it was a two week intensive immersion program. And I suddenly found, you know, I'm surrounded by like-minded people who get me, who are thinking the way I'm thinking. And that really catalyzed me how important that connection to others is just to keep you motivated, to keep you going, to give you new ideas. And then that third layer of connection to the environment, I've always been very environmentally conscious. I originally thought I wanted to work in the field of environmental policy. Then I became more interested in environmental education. But that's always been kind of a core value to me, um, environmental stewardship and living in a way that's, I guess, not just sustainable, but regenerative for the earth. And that's something people are incredibly disconnected from. Teaching in an urban area, my students, a lot of them really never have been out in the dirt. They don't know where their food comes from. And that's a fundamental problem that impacts our you know, physical and emotional health as a culture, I think. It was kind of a gradual buildup of understanding how these three pieces fit together and how when we let those connections kind of suffer and we don't foster them, it can really be damaging. Yes, I couldn't agree more. As far as the Revolution Y retreat, I know a big central thing you're going to be bringing is that connection and fostering that connection. What else are you uniquely excited about bringing to the retreat experience for people? I'm really excited just to share Riverside as a place. Um, It's a place that has a very special spot in my heart. The property has actually been in my family since the 1940s, and it's such a beautiful area. There's so much great sort of natural resources there, and also this personal family history for me. It's a very magical place. There's so much to do there, and it's such a peaceful sort of retreat from the world. And I'm really excited. I'm working right now through the Riverside Project to develop the property as a community hub to have it be a place where there's a lot of skill sharing and education. And I'm kind of describing it as a collaborative learning experience. I'm not positioning myself as an expert. I don't have all the answers, but I'm working to find, you know, a more regenerative, healthier, balanced lifestyle there. And I'm excited to bring people into this space to share sort of different ideas and to see the cross pollination that comes with that. 
Yeah, it's going to be amazing. Tell me a little bit more about the Riverside property and where we'll be staying, what the framework, the builds, the buildings are like. It's in the eastern panhandle of West Virginia. And people, you know, sort of think of West Virginia as a super rural place. And a lot of it is. But what's great about the eastern panhandle is it's only an hour and a half from both D.C. and Baltimore. So you sort of have this urban connection at the periphery, but it's a community with so many interesting people. There's a lot of great stuff happening environmentally and in the arts. And then the property itself, it's 80 acres. It's on the banks of the Shenandoah River. There's a beautiful historic farmhouse on the property that was built around 1800. And by the time actually we get to Revolution Y, there should also be a large timber frame pavilion that we'll be raising as a workshop in August. Um, which will provide sort of a meeting space and a communal hub for a lot of Revolution Y. And another great thing is that it's just so much natural beauty there. It makes a great environment for camping. So we're expecting to have most of the participants camping out on the property. And, you know, we'll be able to go have bonfires by the river and walk in the fields and see the mountains. And it's going to be a really beautiful environment for this retreat to take place. It sounds incredible. And I am honored to get to be a part of this with you. Why do you think right now is the important time that we have an immersion like this? I think right now we're in a time of transition and a time of sort of, I think crisis is too harsh of a word, but there's a lot going on right now, um, socially, politically, environmentally. There's a lot that's changing. And I think that can be scary when you sort of start to think about all the bigger forces at work right now. And that kind of makes us want to tap more into a network and strengthen that And at the same time, it's like there's this incredible opportunity right now for young people, for our generation to really get out there and have an impact. And I think that we can be so much more powerful when we're working together and sharing our knowledge and information and skills to have the fullest impact possible. So I think there's a lot of room right now for really meaningful, lasting change to happen. It's just a matter of getting people together who have the right mindset to create that type of change. Yes, and I think we want to bring people from around the country, the world even, and young millennials, people who really want to grow, to change, to inspire each other, and it's going to be really exciting. Definitely. I'm super excited. I'm really looking forward to it. Thank you so much, Emma, for sharing your little why of why Revolution Why. This was a lot of fun. Thank you, Julia. Why Revolution Why? because it's going to transform your life and because you can and because if you don't i think you're going to regret it greg it's an honor to get to call you a friend and a fellow co-founder of revolution y you have so many different things you do right now in your life and i'm curious for you to hear what are you really passionate about right now what lights you up what i'm really passionate about right now is helping people especially entrepreneurs or people that you know, might be in transition and thinking about starting a business, um, helping them master their relationship with fear. Um, And the reason why I'm so passionate about that is because I've found that when we're talking about wanting to, you know, reach our potential in some area of our life or or in a business that we have, the main thing that stops people and that stops me as I grow my business is not uh, kind of getting funding or getting the right idea or you know, having the knowledge or the strategies. It's really the, the kind of the internal fears and that inner game that we have to play and the tension that we have to dance with um, that stops us. And so right now what I'm passionate about is the way I do that in my business is working with people one-on-one 
um, as they start or grow a business and kind of digging into where are they stretching themselves and where did they feel like fear might be holding them back and dissecting that so we can uproot it. What do you call yourself? Do you consider yourself a life coach, a business coach? How do you define what you do? This is something I struggle with. Um, I think that every any one term, um, you know, carries with it some sort of stigma or some, you know, response. Uh, I personally don't like the term life coach because I feel like it brings up an idea that somehow I'm advising people on their life, which isn't really what's happening. Um, I coach the person and then they go out into their life and, and do the things that they need to do. Uh, and, and similarly with the business, right? I'm not coaching the business, right? I'm not a consultant. I'm coaching the person. So if anything, it would be a kind of a personal coach. And the term I've been using right now, as I describe to people, is that I'm a catalyst for entrepreneurs, right? So I come in to the equation and whether someone's just starting out or whether they're already very successful, but looking to grow their business, it's kind of igniting that business and igniting the life that I'm interacting with. And I don't change, right? When you're a catalyst, one part of the equation doesn't change, but their life and business grows and, and lots of exciting things happen from there. That's awesome. You're a fire starter. <laughs> totally, totally. For the Revolution Y Immersion, what are you uniquely excited about bringing to the table? Mm. Well, what I'm really excited about is to talk to people broadly about work. Right. I want to get specific into entrepreneurship for people who are interested. But when I started this journey myself, it didn't start with entrepreneurship. It just started with how can I find work that's meaningful to me? And what if I could actually get paid right, just to do the work that lights me up? Because when I started off um, right out of school, you know, I went in to do market research and consulting. I was at this great firm with these great people. But, you know, I got to be honest, like sitting there you know, moving numbers from one Excel spreadsheet to the other, uh, it didn't get me going. And, you know, I had to make a decision, which was I can stay here, you know, wait 10 years and eventually climb this ladder and maybe get somewhere where I'm making a positive impact. Or I could just kind of do it now, right? And I think that that opportunity didn't exist uh, 10 years ago for us to just, you know, fuck it, I'm going to do it now. Uh, but now the option does exist. And so, you know, I was able to wake up at 5.15 every morning, right, start writing. I started holding workshops in D.C. on the weekends, and I started to get one or two clients that I was working with. And over time, it became, you know, viable for me to actually leave that work and transition into my own thing. And so I'm not as bothered, you know, if people want to go be a change maker within an organization or out on their own. Um, but I'm interested in getting the people to our retreat uh, that want to make some sort of impact and want to do it on their own terms. Yes. And tangibly at the retreat, what kind of things are you going to lead? Mm, that's a good question. I'm not sure. I haven't thought that far ahead. You know, I think that a lot of the the specific work I want to do is going to involve fear just because that happens to be kind of my area right now of expertise and the area that I'm interested in. Um, but this idea of bravery, you know, I've been interviewing 100 of the world's bravest people and a lot of business owners and entrepreneurs, and I've noticed some patterns, right, of like these people who've built that habit of bravery and actually cultivated it, not that they were born that way to just take these incredible risks. Um, and so I'm really excited to share those insights of the different strategies that people who come to the retreat can use um, to kind of cultivate their own bravery, and whether it's in work or in their relationship or in their health, have the tools to step out and do something or create something uh, that's a little bit scary that they didn't think that they could do. 
Yes. And I mean, even personally as a friend, you've challenged me on that front. And so I'm so excited to get to see you share this knowledge with other people. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm excited too. Why do you feel right now is an important time for us to have Revolution Y? I alluded to this earlier, right? But I think that our generation, the millennial generation, has this unique opportunity, right? And I think some people realize that we have the opportunity. Some people just don't realize it. And within the group that realizes we have an opportunity to do something differently, some people are going to take it and some people are going to you know, ignore it or not take that road. And here's what the opportunity is. The opportunity is to do work, specifically I'll talk about work, to do work that actually you actually enjoy, right, that makes you money, um, and that you don't have to wait 10 or 20 years to be able to do. Um, I think that for our parents, and especially our parents' parents, there's this idea of, okay, I'm going to go get into a good school, I'm going to go get a good job, and then I'll just stay in that job pretty much, right, until I get a pension. And pensions were great, like when we had pensions, because then if you just you just slogged it out, and then you had this um, this lifeboat there. And now things aren't so certain, right? As we graduated school, uh, the prospects for jobs, you know, weren't that great. So I was fortunate to still get a job, and that was fine. But I think I realized, okay, is it riskier where I am now to actually stay in a job, or is it riskier to be off on my own? And at first, it seems riskier to be off on your own, right? Because then it's all on you. But then when you really think about it, and after I've made the transition, I've seen this, I'd rather at least have the control, right? So if, if my boss somehow does something stupid or, you know, something happens in the market where the business goes under that I'm working for, that's it, right? That could be it. Versus if I have my own business with 10 clients, you know, no one of those, you know, single one of those clients is going to determine my destiny. So I think the reason why it's such an important time to have this retreat now is because there's such incredible opportunity. And the reason we're doing it in this format, right, which we've talked about, is because the, the most important strategy, the, the biggest thing you could do to take advantage of the opportunity is get around other people who are taking advantage of it, right? And to create some connections that are going to allow you to uh, do the work you want or have relationships you want or the health that you want. Um, because if it's just you, you know, it's really lonely. And if it's just you, you're not going to learn the thing that someone ahead of you or someone behind you already learned, you know, the hard way. Yes, I am 110% with you. Greg, thank you so much for sharing your reason behind Revolution Y and can't wait to do this together. I'm so excited. Thank you for taking the time. Why Revolution Y? Because you'll get to sit around the table and share ideas and stories and thoughts and food with some incredibly creative and interesting people. Hi, Izzy. Hey, how's it going? I am really excited to have you share your reasons behind Revolution Y. So let's jump in. What are you really passionate about right now? As always, for the last five or so years, um, I have found cooking to be a really nice sort of balance to the hectic nature of life in general. And recently I've been sort of experimenting with some new things related to cooking. I'm trying to continue expanding my blog and writing photography skills. It just turned to spring in Boston, so I'm super excited to get out on my bike and 
just be outside all summer and spend as little time as possible inside. Completely. I'm right there with you. What do you mean by trying new things in the kitchen? Can you be a little bit more specific? Sure. Um, so when I first started uh, teaching myself how to cook, I was a freshman in college and really had no idea how to feed myself as a vegan. And I was very sort of like stuck following recipes. I didn't really know how to be creative. And so then at, like as time went by, I tried out different recipes and got really comfortable to the point where I could cook by taste instead of like measuring things out and saying this has to be following the recipe word for word, which is great because I love to cook and I think it's a really creative outlet for me. But something that I'm trying to do now is get a little bit back toward learning how to bake, which is a very, I think, exact form of cooking. It's much more scientific as less, and I always think of cooking as sort of artistic and baking as scientific. And so I'm trying to sort of teach myself baking a little bit. I work for a company that is very rooted in sort of the fundamentals of following a recipe. And so what my coworkers and I are always talking about, you know, this recipe that we tried over the weekend from um, America's Test Kitchen or Cook's Illustrated. And I always say, like, I never make the recipes because A, a lot of them are not vegan friendly and B, a lot of them are so specific and I just can't follow instructions when it comes to cooking. So I'm trying to get a little bit better about sort of trying different things that I haven't done before and branching out with baking, just branching out from what I normally do. Yeah, I think that's pretty neat how you're challenging yourself to actually rein it in a little bit. Instead of that freedom, it's as as if you're backstepping a little bit, but with the experience. Yeah, definitely. I think that like my way of cooking, and any of my friends who have been over for dinner um, could say this, is just to sort of throw everything in a pot or throw everything in a pan and just kind of make it taste good. But it, it has much more like fluidity to it. And I'm trying to, as you said, rein it in kind of. Um, see if I can learn something from going back to the basics a little bit. Yeah, and then when you go back to that fluidity, I think you'll have a whole nother level of appreciation for it as well as experience. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping. So what are you uniquely excited about bringing to Revolution Y? I am putting together a plan for the food element of the retreat, which um, is not necessarily like the mainstay of what we're doing, but it's going to be kind of a fun backbone to play a part in. So I'm excited for that. I'm super excited for just the collaboration and having people Skillshare and bring things to the table that I haven't tried before. I think I've never been to this place in West Virginia, but it looks like a beautiful property. And I just think it's going to be a super, super fun time. Can you speak a little bit more specifically about what kind of food we're going to be creating and eating at the retreat? Sure. Um, so this is still sort of the development phase, but um, I've been putting together menus and sort of trying to budget out what we can possibly make, all the things we can make, using some local produce, hopefully from the region of West Virginia we're going to be in, taking definitely largely vegan, possibly bringing in some like vegetarian elements as well, but it's going to be really fun, creative, I, I don't know, very like energetic food because I think the retreat is going to have so much positive energy that we're going to make sure to feed people well and have a good time doing it. Yeah, and I mean, it will be cool for people also to get the opportunity to learn from you and watch you in the kitchen and help you out. I'm excited to get to learn from your skills because I always look at your blog and I'm amazed at the creations you make. 
Well, as I said, I, I think that I have a lot of fun making food. It's one of the most relaxing things I can do as well as sort of inspirational things. I think that having a good meal, especially with other people, is one of the best experiences you can have. So that's definitely going to be a really fun part of the retreat, in my opinion. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Why do you think right now is an important time for us to have Revolution Y? I think that, as you and I were discussing earlier, being millennial, a young 20-something, you know, we've, we're confronted with so much coming out of school or coming, you know, into our 20s or even 30s and just not really knowing what we want to do with life. And it's, I think it's important to question that because I think it's relatively easy to settle into it and not feel scared, but it's, I think it's good to sort of push yourself to, to ask why and what I want to do, where I want to be, who I want to be with, who I want to be personally. So I think that in terms of I'm 23 going on 24, I think it's important at this age to just be really asking a lot of questions and sort of looking forward to the future. Yes, I completely am in alignment with everything you just said. Yeah, and I think that, um, you know, you, Greg, and Emma are really, really awesome people and definitely are asking those questions and making positive changes in our own lives. So I'm excited to connect with more people that feel that same way. Me too. Thank you so much, Izzy, for sharing your reasons behind Revolution Y. Yeah, thanks so much, Julia. Thanks for listening to episode 127 of the Running on Ulm podcast with Emma Huvos, Greg Faxon, and Izzy Darby. If you're interested in joining the Revolution Y immersion, head to revolutiony.com and sign up to be on our email list to learn about when registration opens. If you have a friend, family member, or coworker you think Revolution Y would be a great experience for, share this podcast episode with them so that they can learn about what's in store for them and really how Revolution Y will change their life. Let us know that you tuned in and feel free to reach out to Emma, Greg, or Izzy and me with any questions on Revolution Y. We really would love to hear from all of you. This is your host, Julia Hanlon, and I hope you have a beautiful day.